Hello and welcome to Impact Ed. This is H.D. Chambers with A-Leaf ISD, and I want to thank everyone for uh, for joining us for today's episode. Uh, we are talking about a pretty cool and unique event that A-Leaf started three years ago. Uh, and actually, I have the, the two ladies that spearheaded this, Ms. Kim Smith, our Director of Public Relations, and then uh, Ms. Michelle Lopez, our Coordinator for Fine Arts. Our point today is to talk about A-Leaf Idol, which is an opportunity for us to demonstrate and showcase many of our kids' unbelievable talent in singing. Uh, but we're also going to talk a little bit later, but you know, kind of broaden the conversation about fine arts. We're also going to have a conversation with a recent A-Leaf graduate, Ms. Tanan Nguyen, who's currently a freshman at the Berklee School of Music in Boston, which um, if you're not familiar with that school, that's kind of the best of the best, because it's an extremely, extremely elite school in terms of of uh, in terms of fine arts and music. So anyway, Kim and, and Michelle are joining us, and I'm going to kind of start this off. I mean, I think most people know what American Idol is after having God knows how many years it's been on. But maybe talk a little bit about where the idea came from and what was the impetus behind wanting to, to do something like, like this, at least in A-Leaf. So, Kim, if you don't sure. mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I came to this district about four years ago. A lot of areas get attention. Athletics, really big school mm. for school districts, for high schools and this and that. I thought there is so much talent in this district, and I see it through social media posts or what have you. And why not, as a district, hold something where we could really showcase the talent and on a different level, not just on a campus level? And so... <laughs> Thank goodness there is American Idol. <laughs> and why not reinvent that for yeah. A-Leaf Idol? And so when I brought it to Michelle, she embraced it. Thank goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and um, and we just ran with it. And uh, honestly, you know, I had no idea how it was going to work. But a lot of times in my department, we fly by the seat of our pants. And I'm like, we're going to make this happen. And uh, we figured out how to streamline the audition process, which that was really the big thing, because it would take a lot if you have over 100 students trying to audition for something and you actually have to do it live. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of manpower that goes behind that. So streamlining the audition process, that was our big hurdle. And once we did that and decided, hey, let's let's use technology, let's use YouTube and, and get them to submit online, it became a very easy process to look at those audition tapes and so really, that's how it all came to fruition. We were amazed by the the talent that the students were submitting. And that was really the whole point of the program. You accomplished your objective of bringing some of these kids out into the, the forefront so people could actually see their talents. I am a sucker for, for the arts. Okay, I, I will full, full <laughs> on admit that. But I also appreciate, you know, other things as well, you know, math and yeah. everything integrates into one another. And music just brings communities together. It brings people together. And so being able to do this and just watching them perform and seeing the look on people's faces when they watch them perform, it just brings me joy. <laughs> well, and it builds so much community, you know, with the support from the teachers and the staff members and the, the students that are all there. I mean, this past time when we added all of the adults for this third round and the number of employees that actually submitted was unbelievable. The talent, we we know we have talent with all of our students. We don't get to showcase our employees as much. And getting to see all those videos and all, and then getting them to come and perform at the semifinals and even the students that were there in the audience to support their teachers, the community that came together was just unbelievable. It really was a great, a great evening of 
of music and entertainment. And camaraderie. That's right. I mean, I always say in every community you have tribes, okay? So, you know, you've got a particular campus and another campus, but but bringing everybody together, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the district. And so to showcase all of this talent across the district, it doesn't matter if you're from Mahaney or Hastings or what have you, you're still going to cheer for that great performance. So it's just wonderful. So the process itself I find interesting. So someone records themselves, basically, right? Mm-hmm. They record it in their bedroom or mm-hmm. closet. closet. Yeah, we've, we've had all kinds. <laughs> we've had <laughs> bathroom. Because, <laughs> you know, they have to have good Shower. acoustics. So, yeah, you know, yeah, right. yeah. they're very inventive. We had lots of <laughs> teachers recording in their classrooms this year, and it was an interesting mix for sure. <laughs> One of the things I've I think it's important for everyone to, to know is this, the level of seriousness that the audition, that not only do those who are auditioning put into their tryout, if you will, but the degree of seriousness that the judges who review that. I mean, it, it's a pretty serious process, right? Absolutely. Our first round when they submit the videos, there there are some people who go in and do blind listening to all of the videos so that, you know, you're not looking at where they are, or what they're wearing. And that was a little bit of concern. You know, teachers bring in all kinds of different concerns. There was, we were getting all kinds of phone calls as to what we were, they were submitting on the on the videos. But it's a blind, blind audition because we want it to be fair. Mm-hmm. We are We are listening for true talent, which we know we have lots of. So once we get those semifinals, the list of semifinalists, and they perform, we actually have three judges that come in, and there is a very strict judging rubric that they go by. They have to, they're judged on pitch, on rhythm, on tone quality, expression and style, and diction. And those judges are not easy. Yeah, no. They they are they're serious. They are very serious yeah. about what it is that they do and wanting to make sure that what goes on to whoever goes on to the next level is actually the best of the best. And then our last round, we do have celebrity judges that <laughs> the PR department brings in and those are lots of those are lots of fun. You want to talk about those? We try our best. Um, <laughs> our, our recruitment process is fast and furious. Um, <laughs> however, uh, l- last year we were able to get Toby Nwigwi, who is an Ailey alum, also a artist. an artist. Mm-hmm. We've also had local DJs this year. Uh, we're actually, and now I'm going to commit them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, this year we have, hopefully, fingers crossed, mm. a, a an artist who actually opened for Sheryl Crow from the Freedom Over Texas, and so, so we try our best to get right. people who are who who know music. Obviously, mm-hmm. we want them to be relevant to the competition, and also maybe uh, you know our draw that that our community might know. Mm-hmm. So um, and it's very it's non biased and it is strictly oh. on the talent. We have all kinds of genres at our semifinals this year. We had anything from mariachi music to opera music. I mean, it really is a wide variety of talent and what's brought to the table. Which to me, it completely represents Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because, Absolutely. you know, 90 different languages spoken mm-hmm. in our area. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how more diverse you can get. And now do know that these individuals choose these genres on their mm-hmm. own. There is no requirement of what mm-hmm. type of music that they sing. And this is what motivates them, what moves them, the type of music. It is just really um, amazing to see the diversity of the music. I'm impressed with their song choice because mm-hmm. they choose they do. difficult songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not your, I don't want to get into what's difficult and what's not, but it seems to me from just a someone out in the audience listening, 
you're putting yourself at risk by choosing such mm-hmm. a difficult song. Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes back to it. Just like reflections of Simon Cowell is like right. what, what I want to hear in my head <laughs> when when you hear the first three bars of a Whitney Houston song, and right. you're like, oh, oh no, no. Right. yeah. But right. when they nail it, I know. Mm-hmm. Wow, I know. Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm I'm also intrigued by in some cases the level of depth of the music they choose. Mm-hmm. You can almost tell everyone is singing a song about something that's important to them. Mm-hmm. It's an internal way of them releasing whatever it is that that emotion they have. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, seeing the first grader perform yeah, a song from the nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, What's a first going grader. on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that song meant something to her I when she it. was performing. It yeah, was. And to be six years old and up on that stage performing in front of all those people. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing is just mm-hmm. the, the courage these, these guys have mm-hmm. to get up and show their talent. The, the Idol is obviously very successful. And uh, you mentioned, Michelle, that we've kind of added the adults. Mm-hmm. Talk about that just a little bit. We actually had teachers and adults from across the district audition. We did. We had all kinds of employees. It doesn't doesn't matter what you do and what form or fashion in the district. Every it was open to everyone, yeah. and we had a range of of quite a few who I would I've never seen, never would have even imagined that were auditioning. Very impressive. I almost feel like we need to start some kind of um, what do you call this a leaf adult choir or some sort yeah. of something mm-hmm. for our teachers because there's so much talent. It's like we could have our own community choir with with just our educators and people who work in the district. So Yeah, I think for the few years that we had it, um, and it was just for students, mm-hmm. we were often hearing comments of like, wow, I really wish you guys did this for staff. <laughs> staff. And then I came to Michelle mm-hmm. early in the air, and I said, listen, we're going to open it to staff. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> well, it, it's, I'm glad you did. It was mm-hmm. very impressive. Mm-hmm. This conversation about Idol and kids and talent, it kind of it, you can't hardly talk about it without talking about the fine arts. And it's just, it's obvious how important music is to these these adults and these kids. And, and Michelle, I know in Ailey, we've started talking about, we're not nearly where I know you want to be. We've started talking about how do you capture music and help it help students or help teachers teach other content areas. You're going to hear from a former student who's in, at Berkeley in a little while, but this, this notion that kids and adults can memorize words to a song and never, ever forget it and sing it, but we can't f- remember the simplest math problem or the simplest, you know, any type of content area. Talk about what you, how you see the integration of fine arts into the other content areas. Where, where do you see that going? And if you could wave your magic wand, what, what would you wish for in that, in that world? If I could wave my magic wand, then we'd be arts integration everywhere. We would have it everywhere. And arts integration is... You know, it's a, it's a different boat. There's a lot of people who are on the steam on the steam wagon, and it tell is, people what steam is. So steam that. is adding the arts into that science, technology, and engineering, and math, and but it's more PBL based. It's very much project based learning, and arts integration is not project based learning. It's not about the product at all. To be honest, it's about the process. And that kind of scares people. So to have the buy-in for arts integration is a little bit more challenging. But once you learn what arts integration is, it's actually just strategies. Mm -hmm. It's a good way of teaching. And really good teachers teach this way automatically 
without even realizing that they're doing it. It's incorporating music and movement, whether it's dance or just getting up and there's a song on, but there's there is always a purpose behind the song. You're moving. It's very similar to PSYOP strategies and ABL. It's it's all the same thing, just different language. Arts integration is also using theater, a lot of drama involved and acting it out and getting to express what does the verb mean to you and you're using your face to describe that. And so you can use it in every single content area. It's just a strategy to help the kids latch on, to engage so that they keep it in their heads a lot longer than just that, just for that one test for the next day. What's the biggest barrier is the barrier of teachers not wanting or being fearful or scared or what do what you? No, I think that, to be honest, a lot of teachers don't realize what it is. And I think that we need to be a lot better at explaining what arts integration is and how it is different from STEAM and how you can teach your TEKS, your, use your pacing guide, use everything that the district is asking you to do already. Just use these strategies to teach in your classroom And it's just going to have a better outcome. The kids want to be in school. Arts integration has proven to increase attendance rates and decrease discipline issues. And you have better classroom management because the kids are engaged. They're enjoying what they're doing. And you can tell just by their faces. They're learning, but they're they're loving what they're learning. And they want you to come back into their classroom and to do more arts integration and learn the strategies because – it's it's catchy and it's fun and I hate to use the word fun but you know it's fun. Oh God forbid we have fun. Right? What is that fun word? That's right. God forbid. So just a real real quick, as an adult, I was taking a foreign language and uh, having difficulty conjugating the verbs, and I'll tell you that the teacher just sang this little mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. and I, I will never forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, just something that simple mm-hmm. helps me remember how to conjugate verbs. And looking at Hamilton, the music, the musical that came out, so many more kids are doing so much better with that topic now in school because they're singing the lyrics to all the Hamilton songs and they're doing well on their test and because they've actually retained the don't, information. Don't tell you know? the kids that. We're tricking them. I know, they, right? They don't even realize it. <laughs> yeah, you're making you're history learning. cool. Yeah, I right. know, right? You're learning. Shh, don't and tell anybody. Yeah, don't tell them. We're, you're, you're learning history <laughs> and you didn't realize it. One of the things I noticed most recently with the student idol participants was some of them aren't even in choir. Right. Oh, actually, a lot of them are in choir, right. which, you know, to me, that just crossed so, so many barriers. Rather than putting these kids in these little buckets, you've got football players yeah. who are mm-hmm. submitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got the kid who was quiet in the corner mm-hmm. and has this amazing voice. Mm-hmm. And to see them blossom is just, it's awesome. You don't have to be you know, a Berkeley student or you don't have to be a choir student to be able to benefit from the fine arts. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 excited about not only the idol, I think that's that's a that's a huge, 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 I guess, motivator for lack of a better word, to motivate some students who otherwise would be sitting in the back of the class or not not expressing their, their talents. But I'm I'm hoping that it's also a motivator for us to keep as a district to keep looking at how do we include music to help us reach our ultimate goals, which is providing a well-rounded, educated kid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know of anyone that doesn't like music. It's a universal language. It is. doesn't matter what language it's, it's, you speak. It's music. an emotion. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you're absolutely dead if you don't, mm-hmm. if you can't find music, mm-hmm. some genre of music that you like that doesn't mm-hmm. spur some type of emotion. Mm-hmm. Right. 
you know, as we think through, I, I sit here and sometimes on these podcasts and I start saying things that now we have to do. <laughs> Great. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> we'll be, take it and run. i got to be real careful because <laughs> I'll pop something off and somebody say, we can't do that. But no, I really think the more these conversations are had about integrating music and using music, mm-hmm. I told Michelle earlier today, I remember one of the best I don't know if it was the best class I ever took, but it was the one I enjoyed the most. A lot of people that know me know I'm a big Bruce Springsteen fan. <laughs> but the course was, it was a mini-master course, and it was taught on his music. It was a literature course. And they just used the words to his music as a, it's a long story. But anyway, they used the words to his music, and we didn't really listen to the music. We just, it was like poetry. It was fascinating. And then you play the music of the poetry, and the people that never had listened to the music would say, well, that's not how I visualized it. Interpreted it. Yeah, yeah. that's not how I interpreted it. There's so many opportunities to use music to help teach mm-hmm. yeah. the things the state tells us to teach. had a similar experience in high school. I'll never forget. It, it looked like a poem, mm-hmm. and we read it as a class, and then you find out that it's actually a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to do that and put your own melody to it. Right. <laughs> and then compare that melody to the actual artist's interpretation of it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we're way off. It's the universal language, like mm-hmm. you said. It's the, it's the universal language, and... And I'm grateful for this district for a long time putting a lot of emphasis in in the arts. And the idol competition is just the next level, taking it to the next level for the kids who may not be in choir. Now, I think most of them will be recruited to be in choir now. (laughs) We've already talked about that. I know, I know. (laughs) But I'm I'm grateful to to work in a district. And I I, I mean this in all seriousness. I am uh, 100% supportive of anything we can do that does move us towards more of an integrated teaching process for those teachers that are capable of it and want mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. and for whose students would benefit from it. We'll continue that conversation as a, as a matter of process in this district. All right? Good. Absolutely. Fabulous. What have we missed? You got some papers spread out over there. Have we missed any of your notes? <laughs> kind of just touched over them. It's all, it, it all goes together. That's all good. It, it is. It all, it's like music. It all that's, comes together. That's right. That's right. Thank you, guys. Kim, thank you for having the vision to – the forethought to even attack this. Mm-hmm. November 16th. November 16th. Yeah. Proud. Yeah. Proud so day November 16th is Aileaf Proud, Proud Day. Right. Come out. So, if yeah, if you're listening to this and you're in the Aileaf area, or even mm-hmm. if you're not. Um, yeah, just take that flight over from Australia. And <laughs> that's yeah, right. for yes. Australian listeners. Mm-hmm. And we start at 9 with other fine arts performances, and then Aileaf Idol is towards the end, so it's 9 to 12. So, yeah, the 16th here at uh, in Aileaf uh, near Crump Stadium off mm-hmm. of uh, West Park Toll Road. If you want to hear good music and see good talent, like Michelle said, it begins at 9 that morning, and then it'll, it'll kind of culminate with our mm-hmm. finalists competing with uh, our Idol. But it's a, it's a good day. It's a good day for a lot of reasons. All right. Well, thank you again. Now we're going to be joined by uh, that former student that I mentioned earlier, Miss uh, Tianan Nguyen. So Tianan Nguyen is a recent graduate from Kerr High School, and she's now attending the Berkeley School of Music in Boston, I believe. So Tanan, thank you for joining us. She's joining us by phone, by the way. And so those of you who are listen, listening, we got to get this done quick because she's got class here in a little bit. So, <laughs> so Tanan, thank you. Want you a real quick introduction, maybe a little bit about yourself and what you're doing these days. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Tianan. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm currently at Berkeley College of Music in Boston right now. Um, I'm a vocalist, and I was also in band in high school, so I played flute. So you went to you graduated from Kerr last year, right? 
Yeah, so I graduated from Kerr. Uh, talk a little bit about when you when you discovered music, when someone told you you were pretty good at it, <laughs> which, which you are. <laughs> but in terms of you, oh, dis- thank you. <laughs> in which, kind of talk a little bit about your past and how you got to this point, and then we'll talk about the the A Leaf Idol experience. But maybe just okay. a little bit about your your past and how you got to, got into mm-hmm. the music. Well, um, my family has been pretty into music, so I was just kind of like born into it, I guess. But um, and it was always just kind of a hobby for me until like my freshman year of high school when my band teacher, um, Ashley Segrist, she like pulled me into the jazz band. And it was just like the first time I really realized like music was a way of like expression and I could actually make a living out of it. And like it'll affect other people and stuff like that, too. And so that's just kind of been my background on music. And ever since then, it's just kind of been like a way for me to have like an outlet and really like, I don't know, this has been really great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well it's, it, and I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you mentioned the teacher, you know, the, did the teacher just hear you oh, performing um, or how, how did that happen? Funny story. So <laughs> on Facebook, I posted like a cover of Love Yourself by Justin Bieber um, <laughs> a long time ago. And so um, someone showed uh, Miss Seagrass that, and then from then on, she just asked me if I was okay with singing for the jazz band. There you go. Stars are discovered every day, different ways. <laughs> <laughs> the so, power of social media. <laughs> yeah, that power, of, exactly, exactly, for good and for mm-hmm. not so good. You're a ninth grader, getting ready to go into 10th grade, teacher discovers you, if you will, and talks you into joining the jazz band. Did that uh, did that give you confidence? Did your confidence grow and your belief in yourself grow as a result of of getting getting more involved? Yeah, for sure, it, it really did because, like like I said, music was kind of just like a hobby for me, and so it was just a thing I did like on the side, and I never thought like I was like gonna be good enough to like make it a career, but ever since like I joined jazz band, that just kind of gave me like the community and like support to really like like feel like I could do it and it's just like things like band and theater like in Ailey specifically like they just really lift you up and really like make sure you feel very confident in yourself and like it's just a good community to like hone in on your craft. Miss Lopez is sitting here shaking her head. Michelle Michelle's again one of our leaders in fine arts. Talk about that a little bit about what does Ailey try to do to, tr- to do exactly what Tian just said. All of our fine arts programs really encompass exactly what she just said. It's that feeling of community, feeling like you belong somewhere. And that's how we are. Some of our kids, you know, they they go so far and and it's they want to stay in school and their attendance goes up and everything because of that feeling of belonging to that group. You're a family. Mm -hmm. And I know she she can attest to that, that that band group. That's a family. They Mm -hmm. they do anything for you. And they you know, they would have your back. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Theater, same thing. Choir, same. It doesn't matter what performing arts or visual art group that you belong to. It's a family. And that's really mm-hmm. what, what we stress and getting that feeling of belonging and, and supporting each other. Tian, did how did that lead to you deciding to to audition for uh, the A-Leaf Idol the very first year? Um, again, it was just like a whole support thing because my friends introduced it to me, actually. And then I started looking into it more and they were just kind of encouraging me like, you know, this is like a way to get your voice out there and all that stuff. What did you think about the experience? Just curious. I thought it was really great because 
a lot of schools or a lot of people that I've talked to at Berkeley, some of their schools just didn't really like focus on the arts and stuff like that or like getting more art side of things instead of academic. And it's just like as a way for Ailey's to get more voice on fine arts. I feel like Ailey's Bible was such a good way to just start doing that. I would go to the performances and sit and listen. I was amazed at how much talent there is in this district. I don't know why I was amazed. Mm -hmm. I, I think deep down we know it, but you don't, you don't really see it until you hear it. What did you think? Did you did you share the same type of feelings when you would watch other kids that you were competing against? That for sure, everyone everyone was really really good, and just like being in the same room as everyone was just I was grateful for that. And it's like even in the dressing room, like everyone had a like camaraderie, and it was just like even though we hadn't talked to anyone before, it was just like really nice to be in a room full of people who like loved art yeah. and loved like music and all that stuff, yeah. Getting two-thirds through your first semester at Berkeley, what what jumps out at you initially that makes you feel like you were either better prepared than maybe some kids that have attended there? I'm just curious as to your your level of preparation or how you felt about your level of pre- preparation now that you're you're in classes and you're, you're working with other kids from across the country. In Berkeley, so we have a lot of, like, ensemble-based things, so we'll work in a group like in bands or like um, a lot of group work projects for arrangement or harmony and stuff like that. And so just like the way Aleve raises people to like be humble and like to have leadership qualities, I feel like has helped me a lot to lead by example mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Well, yeah, I feel like that's helped me a lot. Good. I've, I've, I've heard a lot of graduates who leave Aleve and go you know, go to school, they'll come back and say basically the same thing. They felt like in terms of being exposed to, to diversity, obviously, but also just to opportunities that maybe some kids don't don't have the opportunity to, to do, like an, like an Ailey Fidel where it's a talent show. Mm-hmm. But it's a true talent show. It's it's looking for true talent and trying to help kids hone their, their true talent. What what types of music do you kind of listen to? Or you is the, is your genre of music that you enjoy singing the same genre of music you enjoy listening to? I'm always fascinated with musicians and what they oh, like to yeah. do versus what they like to listen to. That's always a good topic. Um, well, earlier on, I was really into like jazz, and that's always kind of translated into my singing. But now at Berkeley, um, one of the first courses that you you'll take as like a core class is music technology and so um that's where you learn how to like mix your own music and produce and all that stuff and so that has kind of opened my eyes more to like more experimental ambient music like angel olsen and um hiatus coyote and all that stuff so more like r&b like acoustic Mm -hmm. type of stuff and so that's what i'm more into right now you're an old soul. You got, a, you got an old. <laughs> that's kind of my, my my kind of music. As I mentioned before, we got started. There's going to be a lot of students that that listen to this. Um, for those kids out there that are kind of like like you were as an eighth ninth grader, what do you have to say to them about pursuing their the things they like as it relates to to music, whether it's through the idol competition or just in general? What what's your message to them? It's just to like follow whatever like makes you happy and like as cheesy as it sounds but it's it's what you do for your career you know and for example like my mom is my biggest inspiration and um she moved to america like worked 
really, really hard to do what she does. And now she's like in a career that she's really happy with. And it didn't start off like that, but she changed her career like really recently. And so like, no matter how old you are or how mad, like no matter what you want to do, it's just like whatever makes you happy is like what you should do. What's your plans? What, you know, if I ask you now, uh, what would you like to do or how do you see yourself taking advantage of the, the music as you move forward? Earlier, you said make a living at it. What are your future plans? Um, for right now, I really want to do music education and then minor in either psychology or private lesson teaching. Miss Lopez just did a cheer when you said music <laughs> education. And you're going to come yeah. back to us, right, as soon as you graduate? Of course, yeah. We will, uh, well, definitely, we will, we will definitely welcome you back. Well, there's, no, there, that's the truth. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Now that you've mentioned music education, Miss Lopez and I were talking earlier this morning when we were kind of preparing for this kind of this conversation. We were talking about the how underutilized music is used in the education world. In other words, mm-hmm. using music to teach other content areas. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? That's actually like some of the stuff we integrate at Berkeley. So I, we, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we, should education be training teachers more intentionally to use music and to integrate music into math class or English class? Or if you had a magic wand and you said, I'd like to train teachers using music or to use music to reach kids. Do you, do you I see mean, an opening for that? I, I, I feel like there is an opening for that because like music can be a really like, universal thing like no matter what time era it's made in or like what style it is someone out there can relate to it and so if there was a way to like integrate it into like english or something like that then it could be a really good way to do that like for example i have an english class here it's just an intro to college writing and it's just like for example like we have to pick a protest song and like write an essay about it like using all of that Anyone mm-hmm. can relate to music, I think. And so oh, yeah. it's just, yeah, so it's a good way to get, like, literally anybody on board with the topic. Well, I never, I'm, I'm always amazed about not just kids, but adults, too. We can memorize words to songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that last 10 and, minutes, and we can't remember one thing about, <laughs> about something <laughs> being taught in school, right? Yeah. And, like, for math in high school, I always used to make up, like, like rhymes or, like, lyrics and stuff to like go into tests and remember things so it's just like i feel like it's a good method yeah miss lopez says she sings half the half of her <laughs> absolutely <laughs> first i want to tell you we're we're very proud of you uh this district oh, and thank you we really are we have a, a a bunch of talented students in this district uh they graduate every year we have a bunch of talented little ones i don't know if you're aware that we had our first the first uh, semifinalist round of A-Leaf Idol this year, the other night. Oh, nice. And for the first time, we included staff members. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got younger kids. We have the older, you know, secondary age kids. And now we have staff that participated. And, mm-hmm. um, and as I mentioned earlier, there's no shortage of talent in this place. Very, mm-hmm. very talented. So, Tian, I'm going to let you get ready and go to class, Okay. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Well, you're welcome, and I, I appreciate you you joining us. And uh, before I let you go, is there is there any message, anything that you'd like to to leave with with folks about music in general, fine arts, a leaf, a leaf idol for those um, that are listening? I just want to say, like, a leaf is a super good community just to like 
truly like be yourself and even competitions like Haley Vital, getting your voice out there is really important and like just being your true self is super, super important. And this community will like accept that and raise you up. So don't be afraid. So, so yeah. Very true. Very true. Well, thank you again, and we will uh, we will keep an eye on you because we uh, we we look forward to seeing the great things you're going to do in the music world. And when you get ready, come on back. We'll we'll have a place for you to. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, Dion. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. This has been Impact Ed. And I'm HD Chambers. Thank you guys for joining us. Hope you found today's uh, episode interesting, and uh, look forward to uh, sharing our next episode with you. Take care. This has been an AMP production.